come to Rev, helping to feed up on the farm this morning. Looks as though he's in uh, complete control of what he's doing, and he seems quite happy on the farm. Well, good morning and welcome to Trelawney Benefice. We hope you enjoy your service this morning. My name is Richard Allen. I'm the rector here. We're a group of parishes in southeast Cornwall, quite near Polruan, and we'd like to wish you all a very, very happy new year. God bless you and enjoy. God is real and God is good. Glory to God in the highest. O most merciful Redeemer, friend and brother. Praise to you, O Christ.
to Joseph. You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Therefore let us seek the forgiveness of God through Jesus, the Saviour of the world. God our Father, you sent your Son, full of grace and truth. Forgive our failure to receive him. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Jesus, our Saviour, you were born in poverty and laid in a manger. Forgive our greed and rejection of your ways. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Spirit of love, your servant Mary responded joyfully to your call. Forgive the hardness of our hearts. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May God, who loved the world so much that he sent his Son to be our Saviour, forgive us our sins and make us holy to serve him in the world. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Collect for the Second Sunday of Christmas. Almighty God, in the birth of your Son, you have poured on us 
the new light of your incarnate word and have showed us the fullness of your love. Help us to walk in his light and dwell in his love that we may know the fullness of his joy who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I will tell of the Lord's unfailing love. I praise him for all he has done for us. He has richly blessed the people of Israel. Because of his mercy and constant love, the Lord said, They are my people. They will not deceive me. And so he saved them from all their suffering. It was not an angel, but the Lord himself who saved them. In his love and compassion, he rescued them. He had always taken care of them in the past, but they rebelled against him and made his Holy Spirit sad. So the Lord became their enemy and fought against them. But then they remembered the past, the days of Moses, the servant of the Lord, and they asked, Where now is the Lord? who saved the leader of his people from the sea? Where is the Lord who gave his spirit to Moses? Where is the Lord who by his power did great things through Moses, dividing the waters of the sea and leading his people through the deep water to win everlasting fame for himself? Led by the Lord, they were as sure-footed as wild horses and never stumbled as cattle are led into Fertile Valley, so the Lord gave his people rest. He led his people and brought honour to his name. You know what? 
in a dream. Get up, take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophets. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realised that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under in, accor in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up, take the child and his mother and go back to the land of Israel, because those who tried to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got up, took the child and his mother and went back to Israel. But when Joseph heard that Archelaus had succeeded his father Herod as king of Judea, he was afraid to go there. He was given more instructions in a dream, so he went to the province of Galilee and made his hometown in a town named Nazareth. And so what the prophet had said came true. He will be called Nazarene. I hope you've all made New Year's resolutions. Mine are the usual, to lose a few pounds and take more exercise. Actually, deep down, I'd love to change the world. I want it to be a fairer place where inequality disperses. Men and women can live at peace with each other. This beautiful planet God has made is protected. Future generations can grow up without fear and in freedom. To quote Martin Luther King, the heart of justice sweltering with the heart of oppression will be transformed into an oasis of freedom and injustice. He dreamed his four children would not be judged by the colour of their skin, but the content of their character. His prayer was that with faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, and to stand up for freedom together. Joe Lewis, that famous world boxing champion, once commented, on his opponent. He can run, but he can't hide. In our New Testament passage, we find it was in the best interests of Jesus and his family to run and hide. Herod's plan to kill just the Christ had been thwarted by the Magi's obedience to their dreams. Thus Herod decides to kill all the male children to and under in the area around Bethlehem. God sends Joseph a dream, 
telling him to take the family to Egypt until Herod is dead. Jesus and his family had become refugees. All of our hearts are moved by the plight of refugees all over the world, as well as the marginalised in society. Jesus, in his teaching, says, Whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. He later goes on to tell us faithfulness to him is shown in what we do for the most vulnerable and most needy in our world. Matthew 25 verse 35 says, For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you look after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. The hungry. Millions of people are dying of starvation. Every time you feed the hungry, you encounter Jesus. Mother Teresa said, the dying, the unwanted, the unloved, they are Jesus in disguise. The stranger, to be homeless, a refugee or an asylum seeker, must be one of the most painful experiences of life. When you encounter people who are strangers, and when you look after the homeless and provide them with shelter, and then invite them into the heart of your community, you encounter Jesus. The sick, another way in which you can meet Jesus, is through ministering to those who are sick, whether they are in hospital, at home, or at church. Every time you pray for the sick, you encounter Jesus. The prisoners, those in prison often come from the category of the last and least of our society. Jesus challenges us to imitate his grace and acceptance of sinners. It's a huge privilege to go into prisons or to care for and mentor ex-offenders. The chaplain general of the prisons thought he would take Jesus in with him he soon realised Jesus was already there. He went on to encounter Jesus. In all these areas, Jesus said, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Well, I'm actually in the homeless cupboard now at the Liscard and Lou food bank. I want to read you this poem written by a homeless woman who turn to a vicar for help and receive none. I was hungry, and you formed a humanities group to discuss my hunger. I was imprisoned, and you crept off quietly to your chapel and prayed for my release. I was naked, and in your mind you debated the morality of my appearance. I was sick. And you knelt and thanked God for your health. I was homeless. And you preached to me of the spiritual shelter of the love of God. I was lonely. 
and you left me alone to pray for me. You seem so holy, so close to God, but I am still hungry and lonely and cold. It starts with me. Jesus was a refugee and had a message for us in our attitude and our treatment of the marginalised. Welcome to the Lou and Lascard Food Bank. I've had a really, really interesting tour this morning with Lizita. They're doing an absolutely fantastic job for people in this part of Cornwall. And um, I'm just wondering, Lizita, would you tell us a little bit more about what you're up to and what you're doing? Because it's been really enlightening coming around this morning with you. Okay, okay. so we've got lots going on um, in the Lascard and Lou Food Bank. So we're supporting lots of low income families in in this area, as well as we cover quite a, a, a big area. A big area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so people will come in, they will be referred by external agencies. They can come into this office in here, and we've got lovely volunteers that will help support, get their boxes ready. We can offer lots of other additional um, options. So we've got some fresh items in today, and we've got toiletries and some washing powder and that kind of thing. And they can take a package and that will help to feed the families. That's fantastic. And um, you've been telling me as well, you're also caring for homeless people here as well. What do you do for homeless people? So we've got a homeless cupboard, if that's the right word to, to have it as, um, where if people are homeless or no fixed abode and they need sleeping bags, warm jumpers, hats, gloves, um, a fork, a can opener, those kind of things. It's okay giving a food parcel, but if you haven't got a can opener and you can't open a tin, you're still hungry. 
So it makes sense to have those items in here. So we've got a cupboard out in the area that covers that area. And I've had a, I've had a really good rummage through there as well. It looks as though you've got absolutely everything, which is fantastic. And tell me as well, this centre is all manned by volunteers. You're a volunteer, aren't you? Yes, yeah, I am a volunteer of the food bank. Yeah, so I, and I, I like to give back. I've had to utilise the food bank in previous years and that's exactly why I'm stood here today. Isn't that absolutely wonderful? And there's lots of really caring people I've met here doing an absolutely fantastic job. So it's been really lovely to come here and well done and thank you. And in my opinion, you're really putting it into practice and that's what it's all about. So that's really lovely. Thank God you. bless you all. Thank, thank you. you. Let us declare our faith. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We welcome you to the Chapel of Sclerdon Abbey, founded by the Trelawney family in the 1850s as a Catholic chapel, and gradually built up for different orders of nuns. Eight years ago, the Carmelite sisters passed the Abbey to our community. We are members of the Shamonev community a new community of celibates, singles and couples, which is a Catholic foundation, but with a vocation for Christian unity. So some of us are Anglicans and some Catholics. We would like to lead you in prayer. Loving God, Father of all, for whom nothing is impossible, we come to you in our brokenness. At the beginning of this new year, we pray for the world, for, our, for the nations of the world and for our own countries. We pray for peace and an end to persecution. We pray for your creation and for steps that will slow down and reverse climate change. And we pray that you will enable our leaders to handle the challenges of this world with wisdom and compassion and to care for families and give hope to the younger generations. Remembering, Lord, how you were forced to flee because of violence and persecution. We pray for refugees, prisoners, and those who are hungry because of war, oppression, or climate extremes. Loving God, we pray for the Church for all our denominations and their leaders. Bring us together in unity to face the challenges of this year. May Christians throughout the world encourage reconciliation and work for peace. And may they all be witnesses of your love and compassion for all people and the world of creation.
loving God, we pray that you will change our own hearts so that as individuals we will take all the steps we can to foster peace, to reduce our own impact on global warming, and to act with compassion towards refugees, strangers, the hungry, and those who are sick or in prison. We trust in your unfailing love. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Christ, who by his incarnation gathered into one things earthly and heavenly, fill you with peace and goodwill and make you partakers of the divine nature and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you now and forever. Amen.
We hope you've all enjoyed our service this morning from Trelawney Benefice. May you all have a very prosperous and joyful New Year. God bless you from Cornwall.